Welcome to Dream Deep. Stories from inside with Molly and Nikki. Together we share stories, interviews, and ideas about what it means to dream deep and live fully. I'm Molly, a mama to three, a wife and owner of a small business in Virginia, Molly Suzanne, a photography company recently expanding to do custom coloring books and acrylic paintings. I'm Nikki Weaver, an artist, a healer, mover, maker, mama to two, wife to one, and currently building work with incarcerated women and women on the outside through a nonprofit called On the Inside, living in Portland, Oregon. Hey guys, uh, this is Molly. Welcome and thanks for listening. And this is Nikki. We're glad you're here today for our first episode. Yay! <laughs> Babies walking out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Baby steps. Um, together, we've come together to reflect on three questions. Um, it's always fun to create with Molly. I feel like we spend a lot of time laughing. Uh, and I think it's important yes. to say we've only met once and uh, we, we found this friendship that keeps growing and growing even, even across the country. So yeah, here we are towards the end, hopefully of this pandemic recording our first episode. Um, and one of the first questions that we sort of came up with together was this idea of creation and that sometimes people can think of creation as identifying it as having to be an artist. Um, but we're wondering, what are you creating in your life right now? And we're going to go back and forth and ask each other a couple questions. And then we invite you to ponder, talk, share, journal about the same questions in your own life. So Molly, what are you, what are you creating in your life right now? <laughs> well, lots of different things, it seems like. Um, one thing I'm creating that is, you know, there's not much creating to it yet, but we just bought a little ranch, 1970s ranch, and we are gutting it at the moment. Um, and we we're really excited to start building it back up. Um, so that's kind of what we're creating. It's been really fun, even if it's you know, just seeing the process of how it was built in the 70s. And, um, and then now, like, it's sort of at the point where it's like a clean slate. So we're just like, tonight, we're going to go um, look through a, a barn for some antiques and things like that. And, you know, picking out tiles. So it's all the fun stuff. And then I'm excited to see it all come together. So that's kind of what we're, what I'm creating at the moment. And then um, I am actually starting on, I guess it'll be my fifth coloring book. And so that's really fun. So I'm doing like a, um, the kids actually helped me with this idea, but I'm doing sort of like a, I don't know if it's going to be all like nature scenes, but it's going to be more like fun and whimsical. So the first page I've done is actually, um, it's like an underwater theme. So it's like a bunch of really cool fish with different um like big bubbles coming up and it's and it's really fun so I'm I'm excited to be creating that too um so that's kind of where I'm at with my creating what about you Nikki <laughs> well I, I have to ask Molly my, my kids whenever they see me draw or paint then they want me to make something for them I'm so curious yes. do your kids um 
ask you to mom can you can you paint me this can you draw this for me do, do you ever get involved in their school projects <laughs> absolutely and and it's so funny because um they actually bring their friends into it as well and the other day um my son miles reminded me he was like mom you were gonna do a dragon for my friend and where's the dragon painting? And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I need to put that on my list of things to do. <laughs> well, I also think you could start designing tattoos for lots of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I I have lots of lots of ink and I've created a couple of them, but it I actually was asked to do one and I was so excited and honored when when they asked me to do it. Um and I wish I kind of had that knowledge of how to actually tattoo someone. So that's sort of in the dream, like a one day thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you practice on me. That would be okay. Nice. All right, perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I love this idea of just pondering on what, what are we creating in our in our life these days? Because it, it can go so many places, especially yeah. at least for me during this pandemic time. I've experimented with making candles thanks to being inspired by you and- yeah bath bombs that my kids and my family use and then I've been selling little bits of um I love it That's you know awesome. watercolors kind of like I like to play I think in lots of different ways and you know I just remember growing up um having this careers advisor in my high school sort of shun me for having too many interests and sort of sitting oh, me wow. down you know oh, saying wow. like you're such an incredible athlete, Nikki. Like, why don't you just focus on your sports? And she really wanted me to go and study to become a physiotherapist or a dietitian, mm. something that would utilize my athleticism. But as that sort of depleted, how would I continue to kind of like focus the body and the mind and in, in yeah. sort of the wellness world? And I just remember being so mad that she was sort of telling me, it felt like in a sense to stop creatively thinking outside the box. Wow. And, um, as a teenager, I rebelled against that. Yeah. Right? And uh, oh, I yeah. Like, well, screw you. And um, <laughs> the next day I, I went out and I auditioned for all of the acting colleges in Australia. And, you know, yeah, I yeah. was determined that I was going to get into one. And um, anyway, that did happen. And then later though, you know, I, I kept coming back to running, but it wasn't a competitive thing for me after, you know, sort of my late teens it became more of like therapy, a sort of yeah, physical yeah. pursuit that um, I think just reminded me to be in my body when when the world felt chaotic. Yeah. And that's you know, been a practice still in my life, moving back to the United States, having kids, mm -hmm. dogs, uh, running the household, um, running a nonprofit. So it's interesting, like, what am I creating right now? And now these days I find myself creating a, a new nonprofit that's called On the Inside, um, supporting creative connection for incarcerated women and women on the outside. And that really used to look like theater pre-pandemic, you know, theater being in a space, sharing stories in person. And, you know, during this pandemic has shifted much more to a creative newsletter format, almost like an old school pen pal kind of back and forth exchange through Zoom calls with a group of women on the outside and then sharing a newsletter with women on the inside. And, you know, yeah. funny and wonderful and how it's expanded. Like during this pandemic, we've started working not just in the state of Oregon, but now also Wyoming and Nebraska and that's amazing. Missouri. Yeah. And strange that you can grow creatively during lockdown, during a pandemic. Yeah 
um, even though we're living in some times of isolation, but you know, we yeah. found friendship during this pandemic too. And yeah. uh, it's been so fun. The, the phone calls, the texts, the trying to figure out the microphones. I know it. I know it. All this technological stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think yeah. the, the create, the things I'm creating, Molly, really feel like, um, uh, just uh, I, I, this this year I picked the word expand and every year rather than a resolution I sort of pick a word or a short collection of words of what am I going to like think about focus on work on yeah. and uh, every time I see that word expand sitting on my little you know planner I'm like oh it's only it's only March and and, and I I feel expansive so that's amazing that's yeah. so, cool. so yeah. you know I I, I non-linear but um but yeah, working in the nonprofit world, but then also playing, creating with my kids and on my own when I'm at home. So I guess, yeah. I guess that's what I'm creating these days. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I want to go back to what you said about, you know, your, your teacher that was kind of telling you which direction to go. Um, the interesting thing about that is I used to beat myself up about that. And I still do at times I find mm. myself feeling like I need to have this, like, this is exactly what you do. And like putting, putting yourself in somewhat of a box. And I think that it's been really freeing lately to just let go of that and say, I know with my own personality change, I like change and I like to sort of evolve and, and like one path can kind of lead to another path and open other doors, mm -hmm. you know, and um, like with photography and you know, I did that and I've been doing it since 2008. And, and then, you know, I really started enjoying sketching again. And it's something that I hadn't done in years. And a couple of years ago, I started doing that more and I just really fell in love with it. Um, but then I was like, no, you know, I, that's not like part of my business. That's not like, you know, and so I kind of beat myself up about like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, <laughs> and, but I've just kind of let myself and allowed myself to just, you know, whatever kind of comes that day. And mm -hmm. if somebody enjoys my work, awesome. But like, I'm confident in what I enjoy doing and being creative. And, mm -hmm. um, so I think that just like, knowing that like a year from now, things could be different. And like you said, expanding, mm -hmm. I love that word because it is like expanding sort of your viewpoint on what you enjoy can change from day to day. Yeah. Well, and I think I have a lot of friends, Molly, that sort of get stuck in, they do something a certain way and it always goes this way. And sometimes having the, the structure is really supportive and helpful. Yeah, your job sure. is nine to five. You don't take it home. You go to the mm -hmm. office every day, or your office is now your bedroom if you're in pandemic. Yeah, um, and that can be really supportive. Um, but then I, I find a lot of, of my friends feel like they're missing a part of themselves, you know, or or mm -hmm. wish they had some sort of creative life. Mm -hmm. You know, and I sort of laugh and say, ah, oh, being an artist is not always good. It's lots, yeah. <laughs> lots of lonely, lots of like, how am I going to make yeah. ends meet? How am I going to yeah. pay the bills? What's my marketing strategy? What am I selling this year, this month? Like, yeah, that there's lots of um, learning the entrepreneur lifestyle um, that's that's wonderful and exhausting, you know, both yeah. both of it. But uh, the, the creativity can be um today I light my candle while I'm working my nine to five, or you know what, today I'm going to paint a picture with my kid 
and then we're going to burn it in the fire at nighttime. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. it can be very small or it can be like, I'm going to make a living making ceramics, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, but um, that it can change. And I think that's one of the things that I want people to, to, to believe in with creativity, that it changes us always. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, there is definitely a, there's always stereotypes with certain jobs. And I think, you know, being an artist, you kind of think that like, like my kids, they're like, you get to like, you know, paint and draw and get paid for it. (laughs) I'm like, well, okay. Yes. At times, but it's not always, you know, I think the one thing that I struggle with being an entrepreneur and a, and a, you know, artist is just not having that, like, I'm not as much to be a leader. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a follower. So not to have that, you know, say like, all right, we're having a meeting today, Molly, like pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> like your marketing is struggling. Although I guess I would say my, my, uh, go-to coworker would be my husband, Brad, you know, he's always like, all right, what are you doing? To, what are you doing tomorrow? He asks me that almost every night. What are you doing tomorrow? I think it helps just, you know, and I run it through my head and I talk it out loud to him. And, and I've always appreciated that he's kind of been my, like, even if he sees me sort of slacking, he's like, all right, you know, what's go, what are you going to do next? You know, in a very loving, but supportive and like encouraging way. And, um, so that, that can be, you know, hard at times, but yet it also, I think has definitely allowed me to grow being a business owner. And I think my kids seeing their, the, the times of struggle and then the times of strength, mm-hmm. I think it really, um, had something I want to pass to the kids as well. Me, me too. Well, and you have three kids and mm-hmm. I have two kids and, um, right now there's five kids in our house downstairs. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> doing our school pod. And, you know, it, it's funny yesterday I was eavesdropping, listening to your conversation, Molly, uh, reflecting on um two of the kids in our pod were saying what do you want to be when you grow up and uh, one one of the kids said uh an artist or maybe an archaeologist oh wow yeah right (laughs) I was like there we go a little bit you know difference but maybe not you know I think archaeologists or artists right too Mm -hmm. and then the other kid said no but really which one are you gonna be (laughs) You know? <laughs> and then I found myself wanting to like stretch my body across the room and be like, you can be both kids. Yeah, right. You know, do, exactly. them, do them all, <laughs> try all the things. And then sometimes we think we, we're going down one path and then, you know, we jump ship and we find ourselves in another path, another life, another yeah. place. But, but, uh, that's, yeah, that's great. I love that, that, uh, question. <laughs> I love hearing the answer. What do you want to like- be when you grow up, Molly? What, that's a question <laughs> for you now. Well, you know, back in the day, I used to say, I love animals. And so that was one thing that I always wanted uh-huh. to like work on a farm or be a vet- veterinarian, um, you know, and then that kind of like things just always shift in life. And it's just like figuring out what works with your lifestyle at that moment. And um, I still have dreams of being like maybe a massage therapist, um, maybe like I have this huge dream of opening a wellness center of some sort and like having like a bunch of you know like a chiropractor and acupuncture and a therapist and you know just like and then like a juice bar like I can totally envision it and be in this like beautiful space 
So who knows, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Which is kind of like, what do you want to be when you grow up is also sort of the second question I had of what are you dreaming of right now? Yeah, for sure. And that, I think we should always keep forefront in our minds just because, you know, and I, I think that's why I've, cause I didn't go to college. I've taken classes, I've taken workshops, but I haven't actually like done the full on four year. This is what I'm doing. Um, and I think that I hesitate because I'm like, but I don't know if like, for sure, if I would use that, um, knowledge or like, do I want to, I don't know. I just feel like time is valuable, especially when you're a mom mm-hmm. and I want to like, I've always wanted to be very, <clears throat> you know, this is what I, if I, this is what I'm going to do, I want to be all in, you know, even mm-hmm. if it is for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's always that, that, that question's always changing. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know if I've fully grown up. <laughs> Me, 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 neither, or neither, neither, neither. And, and it makes me think, yeah, we should ask this question to other people. Or if you're listening, maybe you'll reflect on it as though today was your first day of your life. What, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, yeah. When I was a kid, people always said to me, and I don't remember where I got this from, but someone said, oh yeah, you should really think about what you want to be when you grow up. But most people end up being a hybrid of what their parents were. And so my dad was a sculptor and my mom was a dancer, but then turned teacher. And so in my brain, I was like, oh, so I'm going to be an art teacher. And then I was like, hell no, <laughs> and I, that will not work for my life. You know? And I think I was seven or eight or nine and thinking about that of like, how do I stay clear of who they are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my own path. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and then, you know, like you, what do I want to be when I grow up that keeps changing, right? As you sort of mm-hmm. create or try new artistic projects or things. And I mean, this is, this is us growing up together. I love that yeah. here we are, babies getting to play, explore, find friendship as we're making art together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then it also makes you think of, yeah, what am I dreaming of right now? I think what I'm dreaming mostly of as I start to think of pandemic ending, getting vaccinated, I sort of dream about like, oh, there are places we're all going to travel that we haven't been traveling to, or, or mostly yeah. I think I dream also of touching people, Molly. I miss so Oh my much. gosh, I know. Hugging people, you know, sitting close to people, being in theaters, um, being in circles, you know, with women. I just, I miss all of that. Um, and, and, and the mask, just seeing people where you don't have to be behind a mask um, yeah. or, or on screens, you know, that, that we'll, yeah. we'll be visiting in person. And um, yeah, yeah. So those, I those totally things. agree. I, um, I was actually at the park with the kids the other day and um, it was a lot of people without masks because it was outside. And I was just sitting there just like watching everybody. Like I had so much fun, just like feeling the energy of people. I don't think I really, truly appreciated going to like a concert or a restaurant even. And just like that energy of people talking and laughing. And I just, I truly miss that. And I'm a big hugger too, you know, like if I meet someone, I'm like, bring it in, you know, Yeah, me just because it's, it's, I don't know. I've, I've always sort of been that way, a very like affectionate person. And so, yeah. And seeing people's smiling faces, I think it's a big one that I'm, I'm dreaming of that as well. Me too. It's funny. Can, yeah. Yeah. Hug. Yeah. Be, be close mm-hmm. to each other. One, one of the, when the pandemic first started and I was wearing my mask, I realized I would walk down the street and 
probably now I'm thankful that I had the mask on my face because I would have like the biggest grin on my face <laughs> <laughs> they were a complete stranger just to see somebody else outside with yeah. the mask on and then I would yeah. find myself sort of saying hello and then I would think oh my gosh I have to speak up louder they can't hear me yeah. and I would be saying hello to <laughs> random people because yeah. I missed connections so much. Um, oh my gosh, I know it. But then I just had to, I, I kept saying, my kids would sort of like turn and look at me like, what are you doing? And I, I realized I had to check myself sometimes because I thought, yeah. gosh, am I being overly friendly? Am I like trying to push energy out because I'm lonely or, yeah. you know, uh, but how much of the body that we're unable to read when you can't see or maybe hear as well. I often judge that people exactly. can't hear me as well with the, you know, cloth in front of my face. So. Oh, absolutely. And I would say to, to bounce off of that, I don't think I've ever had, had an experience where I'm like, that person was too smiley or too <laughs> good. That's never, right. I'm always like, I mean, truly I, if I'm, and that's probably cause I'm very similar in your personality too, but I, a lot of times it's very refreshing like here where I'm at, you know, it's just like the, I haven't lived in the neighborhood setting as much, but being here, I really enjoyed you know, when I'm going for a run, I, you know, pass somebody and they, I, it's like every morning they're, you know, they're out walking their dog and they wave or they say hello. And I really appreciate that friendliness in Virginia. I just think it's, and I'm not sure how it is where you're at, but that is one thing that I've, I've always appreciated people that are like super friendly and like, how was your day today? Or, you know, ask questions. And mm -hmm. I think it's great. I do miss that too. Yeah, me, me too. There's definitely people, yeah, running with our dog in the neighborhood that I see every morning and the different ways that I greet people. For some, it's the high. There, there's mm -hmm. guys that walk their dog over on the edge of the bluffs here and they're yeah. always smoking as they're walking their little chihuahua and we always stop and have a quick <laughs> chat, you know, and, and the days that I don't get out to run or that we're away, I do find that they like go past my mind where I'm like, oh, yeah. I wonder if they have had their walk today, you know, or, yeah. oh, it's pouring rain. Did they, were, did they get wet in the rain today? Like I yeah. found myself thinking about these people that I don't know their story or who they yeah. are, but uh, it's yeah. familiar, the familiar moments of connection that, uh, that, yeah, I, I appreciate more and more. So absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well, I've got one more question, Molly. Um, yes. Now that we know what you want to be when you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm going to ask you that just, every time we connect. Perfect. Um, It'll probably change. That's good, great. good. I hope so. I hope so. And if you're listening, <laughs> I, I hope you allow yourself to change and be changed. Yeah. By what you learn or what you hear. But uh, okay. What is deep in your life right now? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. I think that one thing that is that I like the first thing that popped into my mind that's, you know, deep is, and this has been probably the past couple of years has really um, resonated with me, is just, um, I've dealt with anxiety and depression at times. And I think, you know, just calming that anxious mind and, and healing through meditation has been really deep for me. And I've read a couple books that have really helped me with that process. Mm -hmm. Um, Eckhart Tolle is awesome. You know, he's one of my favorites. Um, and then the untethered soul is another book that just talks about that, like 
monkey mind and, you know, just kind of like, you know, I feel like my mind sometimes is like a hummingbird. Like it's just like always running. Mm -hmm. And so um, Brad and I have always just like, more recently, it's really helped us to just kind of like take a minute to just stop with whatever you're doing through the day. And um, because I think in our society, we're kind of taught that success is like constantly like going like the hustle and bustle especially in the city like always just doing and 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 moving and just to like stop you know with wherever you're at and um just take a deep breath and like just calm that mind that that inner voice and recognizing it's so weird to think about it but that that voice isn't you that Mm -hmm. voice isn't like who you are it's just that like internal chatter you know like you're the one seeing that voice and like kind of just, you know, feeling the presence and, and you're um, getting in tune with your surroundings and your senses. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be what's deep for me right now. Just mm-hmm. kind of like um, pausing. And, and sometimes I do like a guided meditation or sometimes I just like have a moment, like five to 10 minutes to just like sit and like sit out in the sunshine and just like feel the warmth of the sunshine or um you know, whatever it might be, like here, the ocean, wherever you're at, um, just kind of like taking a moment to, to just be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I think about that, what it, what is deep in my life right now? Um, yeah. My background also yoga, you know, meditation training, massage therapy training, that there's so much of our culture and you are speaking to it, especially in the United States where we're not in our bodies and more and more, I would say during this pandemic time where we're in the screens, we're on our phones, we're, we're in yeah. our ears. And, and so to be in our body takes practice, you know, the embodiment Absolutely. practice is a practice, you know, you don't just show up and arrive in your open heart space, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I think about that too. I, I guess when I think what is deep it, in my life right now, um, I think this time, and I keep going back to pandemic time, which, you know, I'm, I'm surprising myself as I'm saying that out loud, but during this year, I've just recognized the necessity of slowing down. And also I think it's given me the space, Molly, to, um, do an intake maybe uh, on friendships, relationships, in my life that, that are deep that I didn't really notice before. And also, you know, the pods forming different pods, getting to see the best and worst of people and letting them see those parts of myself. Um, yeah, it's an experience. I don't think I would have had, you know, without COVID. And, um, so I think the deep part has been learning to navigate relationships and sort of pull people closer and also be okay with letting people go. And, and that's been a, that's probably the harder part is learning to let people go family members, friends, you know, people that I thought were friends that aren't, you know, and, um, and I think in the deepness too, allowing myself to change, you know, leaving a a full-time job at a a theater company that I started with my husband and brother-in-law in in 2008, um, Portland Playhouse to, to, a place that I love, but also recognizing for a number of years, like what, what will be next? What will be next? And kind of asking myself that question and not knowing. And then even, you know, pre-pandemic was, I had made the decision, okay, I will move, move this work forward. Um, the creative work with incarcerated women, but how and when, and then, you know, 
landing in the middle of a pandemic, leaving your job with benefits and a salary, it sounded absurd. And really my reflection on that was, but if I don't leave now, and this was in July, 2020, Mm -hmm. then I would be staying just out of fear because I know that I'm ready. And so really like understanding that sitting with it, like you speak to, and then also Mm -hmm. saying, okay, I can do it. I can, I can leave and I'm choosing to leave and, and things open up. So trusting that things open, um, when you're willing to like sit with them or listen to them. So maybe that's what I would say in the deepness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it makes, it makes me think maybe we should end here with a, a little centering, a little meditation yeah, close that sounds amazing. today mm-hmm. and uh, just to ground us. And, and one of the things that I think about um, in sort of this centering, whether you're listening right now while you're sitting still or moving through space um, that my kids often ask is that question rather than how are you? They say, how is your heart? <laughs> Oh, and, I love that. That's you great. Know, yeah. And I don't remember when I started asking that question, Molly, but now often in the day, like you say, you and Brad take time to just sort of pause and just be or mm-hmm. find the sunshine. Um, I often find myself just placing my hand on my heart and whether I look out the window or close my eyes, just sort of a, a moment to check in or just to honor, like, what's going on? Do I really need to do this? Do I need to say yeah. this? You know, can I take another yeah. breath? Um, and it gives me a moment to pause before jumping. So absolutely. Yeah. I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let's, let's take a moment wherever you're at moving through space. And if you're able to, you might want to soften your eyes or close them. Um, if you're out in the world, maybe you want to find something beautiful, a tree, a flower, a person to look at. And a sense of lengthening your spine, letting your tail drop, whether you're sitting or standing and then scanning from your tail all the way up through the top of your head, the crown of your head. Just noticing the length that your body takes up. And then a sense of just rolling the shoulders here a few times. You might lift them towards the ears or just circling them one way and then circling them the opposite way. A lot of us spend a lot of time sitting, maybe leaning over screens these days. So the opportunity to remind yourself that your chest, your shoulders have this flexibility. And then melt the shoulders down the back. So a sense of opening the front of the chest. And if you're willing, you might place one hand on the heart. And as you do so, if you're taking that today, a sense of allowing the breath in. So softening the jaw, relaxing the face, letting the tongue be heavy in the mouth. And then feel the breath move into the chest. You might even notice the rise and fall of your heart beneath your hand. And if you're really daring today, maybe you even bring your breath right down into your belly and notice the rise and fall of the belly. Sometimes I like to think of the idea that we have oceans inside of us. Sometimes we believe that we have oceans outside of us that we can stand in front of or witness. But most of us carry oceans within us. So notice the current that your body is taking today, whether you're breathing fully or soft and sharp. And letting your breath be your ocean. It can be smooth or fluid, turbulent. And the opportunity to invite more breath in, a sense of softening the face. And then keep noticing that tail, your anchor to the earth. 
And in the crown of the head, the sense of reaching upwards. So that we're both here and also evolving, expanding over time. Bringing your awareness to your heart, maybe your hand, if your hand is resting on your chest. Sense of asking yourself what your heart needs today. As you move forward into your day or to your evening, a sense of beginning here. Inviting two more breaths here today. And the opportunity to come back here to your heart whenever you need to. A place of beginning and maybe also a place of ending your day or your night. And when you're ready, you might begin to allow the eyes to soften open. Just carrying that heart with you as you move forward into your life. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Happy first episode. Happy first episode. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. And we, we yeah, hope you join so us. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything you want to add, Molly, before we say bye-bye? I don't think so. I, I um, always enjoy talking with you, Nikki. It's um, just very refreshing. And um, it's amazing how we can be chatting like this so many miles away from each other and have joined friendships and it just meeting once. So I love it. <laughs> I know. Me, me, me too. This is the recording of our personal and public evolution of, of friendship or, or womanhood <laughs> or life. That's right. <laughs> I, I, exactly. I like that we're collecting the nuggets as, as we create them. So super I fun. I love it too. Yeah. Well, welcome to our little podcast. We hope you'll listen to us again and uh, yeah. for being here and I'll, and I'll see you next Thanks, time. Molly. And we'll right, definitely have to record our, our second meeting whenever that happens. That sounds great. <laughs> All right. Lots of love and, and I'll right. talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.